0: Hello and welcome to Two is Better Than One, a podcast about business, family, and relationships. This is your host, Sasha Figueroa. I'm the owner of Figueroa Virtual Services and a virtual administrative assistant to my clients. Let me introduce you to my partner in crime, my husband and co-host, Chris Figueroa.
1: Hello, what's up?
0: First, I'd like to say welcome and thank you for joining us on our very first episode. I'm super, super excited. As I stated before, we are married. It's not just us, though. We have two beautiful children who are way cooler than us and a dog who thinks he's the third human child. Okay, so let's get into the episode. What's our topic today, love?
1: Our first topic is, what were we doing before we started a business? First, baby, why don't you tell everyone what a virtual administrative assistant is?
0: All right, I think it's a good idea. Well, um, and an admin is a person whose job involves helping to organize and supervise the way that a business and organization is run. So when it comes to an administrative assistant in a standard office, like a standard office setting, they are exactly what the title says, an assistant to the administrator. As a virtual admin assistant, you take on both roles as it pertains to the client. So now you can have your own assistant who will in turn be your admin assistant But in regards to working with clients virtually, for me, I'm mostly the administrator and the assistant. Now, there's also so many versions of a virtual assistant, and we will talk about that in the future episodes. But when it comes to Figaro Virtual Services, this is our direction. So in my position, I'm the virtual administrator to my clients. One thing that I try to tell everybody and try to get people to understand is that having systems and organization in your business is so important. And that's exactly why I do what I do and why I enjoy doing what I do. So I want to go into a few topics today. Well, actually, like more like subtopics about mine and my husband's journey when it comes to starting a business from being, you know, working a regular job to actually starting a business. So the first topic that I want to kind of focus on, or subtopic, is expectations. So when it comes to expectations, um, I feel like we both, no, I know we both had expectations of each other when we first got together. And on my side, my expectations uh, were I wanted to have children. I wanted to stay home and take care of my children. I wanted to be very present in their upbringing and, and school and teaching them and things like that. And so what would you say that were your expectations of me or, you know, say it wasn't me, say it was just your, whoever your, was going to be your wife. Right. What were your expectations at the beginning?
1: Um, <clears throat> I would basically, I would say that my expectations when I when we, we first got together and I, I realized that I wanted to continue our relationship. Mm-hmm. Like just, you know, um, basically I, I wanted to take care of you. Um, I wanted to be, I, I wanted to have kids, multiple kids, lots of kids. Um, I wanted us to, me to work I don't know. I've always had this old style um, mentality of me being the breadwinner and my wife being home with the kids and, uh, you know, raising the family, Mm -hmm. raising my kids, but me also raising my kids. Right. But, um, the mother's love being the first thing that they remember.
0: That they learned. That that
1: they they learned. Yeah. Um, because a, f- a father's love is just not the same, especially with a, 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 a young boy like, you know, our son, Christian. Um, I, I love him to death I'd kill for him. But I'm not well, when he hurts his knee. I, I don't run to him like you would.
0: The nurturer.
1: The nurturer. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I want him to be tough. I want him to. Mm-hmm. Experiences, experience, some things like that. So, right. yeah, our, my expectations basically was for basically you be the the Robin to my Batman. <laughs>
0: basically. I get that. Why can't it be Superman and Lois Lane? Haha.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Superman. Uh, after he met Lois, he seemed like he couldn't do anything without Lois. Exactly. So, yeah. See. Oh, I like
0: I like that better. If you if we all remember Batman has been through many robins. There has never been <laughs> another Lois Lane. <laughs> we'll just say that. So I, I kind of agree with you on expectations and I think that's why and this is not a brag in any way. This is just to be honest. I think that's why our relationship uh it, it works is because from the beginning we had our expectations and we, we were very honest about our expectations. So with transfer, you know, not transfer, but transitioning to the next subtopic, um, I want to talk about. I would say your job journey and my job journey, which they're kind of different, because your job journey, you you worked nine to five type of job. You were you you were always working. You know you there was this time where you did switch a job, but you never switched a job unless it was a better job that would support our family which I thought was that's very smart, and especially with us being very young. You know, when you're young, you do a lot of stupid things. So um I will say that you going from one job to another but not jumping ship until you actually had, like, a, I guess, like an upgrade was, was awesome because that helped us get where we are. And then there's my job journey, which is very sporadic. My job journey, it, you know, because I was home with the kids – The only time that I worked a so-called nine to five was when it became became a necessity, you know, unless I had to, I I didn't have the job. And, And when you first start a family, everybody knows that you have, you know, you have those times where one income is just not enough. It's just, it just doesn't cut it. So there was times that I actually went back to work and I mean, they weren't, they weren't career jobs and it was hard for me. See, I don't I don't know if I told you this but one thing that really sucked about working, I don't mind working. Retail, I don't mind any of that stuff. But I always felt like I was that I should be the manager, not because I felt like I was better than anybody, but because I felt like I could do a better job than them. I don't I don't know if that's the same thing, but I felt like that you know, I would be able to be in that position and and knock it out the park and if any of you know um sometimes the managers they know less than you and that bothered me that bothered me a lot so um my question to you though is knowing that you went from job to job you've been working i would say straight for since you're what age what would you say
1: uh i actually i started working at 14. Mm. um i got my working uh, papers, no, I, I uh, I got a what is that called when they seat you a host position at oh. Fresh's Big Boy? <laughs> and um, well, I, it wasn't even supposed to be a host position, they they hired me for um server, but mm-hmm. they did not know that my date of birth was in a couple months. So when they hired me, I was like, You guys know I'm 14, right? Because no, you're 15. And so I was like no, I'm I'm still 14. And so they uh they stuck me as a host and I I killed it as a host. I was pretty damn good.
0: Mm-hmm. Um Wait, so as you at 15 you can't be
1: Uh at that a time servant? no, apparently no. I wasn't mm-hmm. I wasn't supposed no. I wasn't supposed to be employed, I don't think at that place at 14, oh, okay. so they,
0: they So they had you in the in, and in the entrance where everybody can see you,
1: yeah, but... that makes no I, sense. <laughs> but I don't, I wasn't legally like oh, okay. handing people food and mm-hmm. drinks and stuff like that, so
0: I get
1: that. But, um, yeah, so yeah, ever since 14, uh, yeah, it was you know, McDonald's, not Mc- Yeah, McDonald's, um, Arby's, mm-hmm. man, I've laundry list, I've done so many freaking jobs,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, you and know, then you
0: went to having a family and a wife and just continue working but
1: more yeah. hours <laughs> Way more hours yeah
0: when when i was single um, you know before me and you got together it's so easy to to rack up hours and and time and you just live at your job because you can you don't have no responsibility to nobody so um yeah i i remember then that, that i went from that to being you know from being just working on my own doing my own thing to being um what I would compare what many would compare to a 50s housewife and I loved it I loved it I it was the greatest thing ever I I love and a lot of people talk a lot of crud about stay at home moms they like to say you know oh what do you do all day what are you blah 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 you know things like that and um
1: yeah that's that's mainly the ignorant um yeah stay at home moms is the toughest uh-huh. freaking jobs uh like out there like honestly and you don't even get paid you don't even have any monetary v- value other than seeing your your kids grow and and everything so that's why i think it falls on a lot of bad moms a lot of bad you know what i right. mean like where they struggle is because they don't see where they're they're their hard the work is going, yeah, like where their the hard importance. work is going, yeah. they're, they're thinking, oh, well, I'm not bringing in any money, blah, 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 I'm not br-. but your kid is, is, is growing, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're reading to them at night, you, they're, they're getting smarter, but, you know, when they start thinking all about money and stuff like that, then they start, you know, skipping the, the, the reading and the praying, yeah. and, and the, the, the nightly things that, honestly a loving mother does I, mean, right. do. I, I
0: get that i get that and um i get that a hundred percent and because when when i was working part-time whatever you want to call it full-time for a short time uh things change the attention that you can give your child i i commend these these parents who are single parents uh And still manage to be present in their kids' lives, because we were blessed to be able to, to have me at home and you working right, and not many people can do that, and that's why that's why I really like like the next thing I want to talk about is the whole concept of working from home. I have tried every direct sales thing out there. And because I wanted to, like you said, you want to contribute some type of monetary value. Now, I know now, um, obviously, if I didn't have a business that I, I know what I'm putting out there. I know that I'm raising children. I'm basically part of creating our future. And and it's it's a big deal. It's a very big deal because I strive every day to make sure to teach our kids to, in a nutshell, not be jerks. You know, that's, that's, you have to remember you're, you're raising children to not be bad adults. No. So as at, you know, in my thirties now I get that and I get the importance and I don't, you know, I try really hard not to feel like I'm not contributing if I don't have a monetary value. Again, this is before I started the business, but. I think it's, it's, that's where direct sales companies come in where all these women are trying direct sales businesses. I mean, um, you guys all know them the makeup the makeup ones, you know, I'm not gonna name them because I'm not trying to I'm not trying to get <laughs> sued by the companies, but um, you have the makeup companies, you have the bag companies, you have the organization companies, you have the food companies. there's their the uh, jewelry, the, there's so many out there. And women, especially stay at home moms, we're constantly trying to feel like we're adding value to our house the same way that our husbands or our partners do that we jump from those from those companies and we're like okay i have my own business but you really don't i mean yes and again i'm not trying to knock people that do that it is a great thing to do but i wanted my own business i didn't want to work for somebody else or act like i had my own business and really i belong to you know a company Um, where I couldn't do certain things because the company was going to say something about it. Like I wanted to have something that was mine. So I got a question for you. When I told you that I wanted to start a business, did you see it as in the same category as all the direct sales companies that I worked, that I did? Or did you see it as like what I was in my head, what I was
1: seeing? No, um, how I saw it, I mean, I don't know if this is the super supportive side of me or this is the <laughs> passive side of me, but every time you came to me with an idea
0: mm-hmm.
1: about switching and doing, so, you know, something new, mm-hmm. I always felt like, okay, I have to I have to back run on this because we're a team. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I thought it was dumb. Mm-hmm some uh but you never said it oh yeah i've never said it but sometimes i thought they were dumb Mm -hmm. but i felt like i know if she puts her all into it she can make it work and sometimes i felt like you didn't put your all into it right and that's why uh some of them fell Mm -hmm. fell through the cracks or whatever but i mean it's it's so freaking difficult to maintain the household and yeah. raise our kids. At one point, we even we even did the homeschooling. Yeah, for a almost high, a full freaking year.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard at a high the level that we want because With you the, could we, do we,
1: it. Yeah, we wanted we wanted high level everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I I was bringing in in these weekly checks and everything, and you're you're you have the stress of you know, to and from school uh, home, like home preparations, food, you help me get the hell out of the door because sometimes uh, I'm like a zombie. Uh, you know, I come in and I try to, I help with this and that around the house and everything like that. But really the, the main muscle was you. And so I always, I always try to keep that in the forefront. Like if the house starts getting messed up or whatever, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, uh, picture fit because mm-hmm. of that, I was, you know, it's, it's something that I would need to step up to Right, I and I, it, it, it irritates me that a lot of men uh, think that they're just going to have these women who are slaves. It doesn't work like that because you, as in the man, didn't just grow up to be babied. Right. Like I don't care how, how nurturing your mother was, like you, unless you <laughs> unless you get really a woman that wants that and and you and you uh come you know with that agreement in the very beginning, oh I'm gonna take care of you, everything you need, blah blah blah. No, this woman wants a man. This woman doesn't want a child, she doesn't want to baby you. So if you need somebody to freaking, you know, uh 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 I don't know, tuck you in at night or, or <laughs> crap like that. Like, come on, man, bathe you. <laughs> I, I've heard some crazy stuff out there. Uh, men, men getting bathed, but
0: and and you know what? It's it's funny because um, that's why I, I like that we're doing this podcast because the whole concept of it is business, family, and relationships because you you can have a business but your business is not going to be successful um, I have a a business coach of my own and she every time I speak to her she's giving me constant constant value and one thing that she's that she's always putting out there is if your personal life is not put together or if it's in ruins your business is not going to succeed and you know we're kind of we're kind of going all over the place in the sense of like the fact that it's business family relationships but it all fits together it all fits together so when i tell when i told you that i wanted to start a business um when did you when did you know that it was more than just i guess honestly a hobby
1: uh when you had a client it fell through with that client and you stuck with it and got another client Mm-hmm. That's how I knew that that you made the jump into actually taking yourself and your own business seriously, where you didn't just fall back on "woe is me," this and this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 are your own boss. So if um, things fall through, you know what I mean. You you guys break, uh, what is it, a sever ties or whatever, break mm-hmm. break loose from each other. And you go separate ways right. and that's it. And then you just go ahead and you continue plugging away and you, 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 you go out and network. I think, I think you, you did amazing in that Some regard effort. because yeah, it's, different. it's the effort. It's what mm-hmm. we tell our son. You know what I mean? We tell Christian, I don't care if you get a C in a, in a, in a, in a grade, My I want to see, <laughs> well, yeah, but I want to see effort. I yeah. want to see a hundred percent uh, uh what is it effort I want the the papers turned in now if you need tutoring because you know stuff is hard then that's what we're gonna do but if you're turning in late grades you're not turning in grades and everything like that and then your grade is a C guess what that's where we have a problem
0: right so I honestly my question to you when it comes to that is kind of you know what not even a question you know when I took my business serious i know that sounds weird but i was i was working my business before i actually had a business um that that was it was kind of like i i had this love and passion for office lots of anybody that knows me that knows me very closely will tell you i am obsessed and i'm saying that i'm not saying that lately i'm seriously obsessed with uh you know procedures, with office, with with organization, with, um, I worked at Staples at one point, loved it, loved it, because, and if any of you have that same feeling or obsession for office supplies, you understand, I worked there, I got a discount, it was amazing, and I seriously thought it was just something that I liked, something that I enjoyed. But every time somebody came up to me and asked me to help them with something that was associated with office, with creating, with um, presentations, with forms, with writing things up, I was I jumped at it. I wanted to do it, but I didn't know that I could do it as a job or a career outside of a regular office. So one day, I looked. I went on Google, and I searched. Work from home jobs, like I'm sure we all do. Well, women, we all <laughs> we all do that. I don't know if men do that, but I doubt it. But um, women, we do that left and right. Work from home jobs because we want to be there for our family and we want to bring an income. And it's not even just an income; it is actually more than that. It's having a, a sense of self and an identity and just something that is ours. So. That's a whole nother topic, a whole nother episode. But so I searched, I went on Google, I searched for work, work from home and I put in um, commas and then put in the things that I enjoy doing. So I did that and I kept, I put in Office, um, what is it, Microsoft Office, Word, Excel, you know, I put in things like that. And what popped up was virtual assistant. Now, when I hear virtual assistant, when I, well, not now, but when I heard virtual assistant, i thought it was specifically like a graphics person Mm -hmm. like someone that works on the computers um specific virtual that that's what i thought so i did research on what a virtual assistant was and it was exactly what i was looking for and i was like hold on a second there's a job out there that you're not working for somebody you're not doing surveys That so-called i don't know if you've ever seen those survey
1: those yep. survey
0: uh, work from home things. I don't know if anybody does that, but that just seems so shady to me. So there's lots of things out there that you do work from home. But when I saw this, I was like, hold on a second. So I can actually have get paid by people to do basically what, what a receptionist, say a paralegal and an administrator does in an office setting but from home so I would say for a good week I did research on it and I was sold so I remember when I told you that I wanted to do the business and I was like okay but how do I make it from hobby direct sales company to actually having a business and that's when I told you that I was um gonna register the company and <laughs> it took me two days I had the, the page up and I filled out the form I filled out all the information I got everything done and I had the page up on my on the computer for two days and I didn't press register you know you register with the state and then I remember the moment that I registered it I don't know if you remember when I went downstairs you were in the basement I went downstairs and I was like I literally just registered a company it's official the government knows about my business i was like it's real it's a real thing now
1: the feds are on yeah i
0: was like this this is real this is not a hobby this is not okay yeah you have your social attached to a direct sales it wasn't it was my business if something happened it fell on me yeah i there was nobody to take the blow above me and that was so so scary but at the same time, it was exhilarating because that's just who I am. I was like, I'm about to do this. I'm gonna kill it. It's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna get clients. I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to work from home. I'm gonna be present. Da da da. Make all this money and um,
1: <laughs> needless yeah, yeah, make all
0: this money. <laughs> Neela <laughs> say it. You know, it was a slow start, but um, it's it, it's it's getting to where it needs to get, and um, but. I always thought, okay, I know what I'm doing. I know how I see things. I know in my head, I'm a dreamer. Most entrepreneurs are creative types or dreamers, whatever you want to call them. So they're they're able to see, you know, the big picture. And then there's people who like you are very logical and that's good for a lot of things. But when it comes to seeing the big picture of a business and doing something from nothing, that doesn't work because to, to me, in your brain, you need facts. What's going to happen? When's it going to happen? What's going to come from it? So do you have any type of advice for spouses of entrepreneurs? Because most spouses are, yeah, it's our business, but most spouses are not in the trenches with the entrepreneur. Because it's that's not their thing. So, for you being someone whose marriage is someone who's constantly well, not now, but who was going from thing to thing to hobby to this to that to, you know, then to starting a business and and basically, you know, everybody has to be in, engulfed in the the company. Do you have any advice for spouses of entrepreneurs that? They are in your position, and there's there the entrepreneur spouse is in my position.
1: I wouldn't say advice. I would uh, how I would put it is. Um, I would just say that when it comes to your spouse, and and you not being the creative, the uh, the entrepreneur, if you love them, you will support them. And if they're if they're flaky and and they are you know basically about you know gonna gonna put your family your your, your money your retirement your mm-hmm. savings they're gonna put all that at risk and they're not coming at you with an actual plan you have to hear them out you have to hear out the plan because if you sit there and just say yeah 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 well, guess what? Now you're broke. Uh, she's leaving with somebody else, or he's leaving with somebody else, and you guys are done. Like, like you just ruined. <laughs> they ruined you, everything.
0: You just went like worst case scenario. Worst
1: case scenario. Yeah, freaking in the gutter. You know what I See? mean? dog, dog logic, pissed on. <laughs> the
0: logic time.
1: Dog pissing on you or something. I don't know. Yes, yeah, so but it's um, crazy. I would say you have you have to take the time. You actually have to listen to the plan. You have to see if they're passionate about it, because if they're passionate, if you're passionate, they mm-hmm. are passionate, that means they're going to actually take the time to learn something. And like with this podcast, with the virtual assisting, the the, the different... Um, Avenues. The different no uh, the, the the applications mm-hmm. the things to learn the programs the programs yeah all of that stuff if you're not learning that if you're not trying to learn that well guess what mm-hmm. you're not going to succeed
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're going you're going to fizzle out
0: so but, do you think that the, the spouse should be involved in that or do you think that the spouse should just be no not I mean, in, not hands on involved but know what's going on no it
1: has, he. They, they, I, I'm not going to say he, they have to know what's going on. They have to, you know, obviously you need communication. You need to actually talk to your person, talk to your wife, talk mm-hmm. to your husband. You have to uh, keep that open line of communication because what ends up happening is they're by themselves. They feel like you don't have, you know, they don't have you to to, to talk to, mm-hmm. to fall back on, to to ha- support them if something goes wrong
0: you know I, I, if you
1: have an idea guess what that idea would be so much better That it you know mm-hmm. um, the name of the podcast two is better than one two brains is better than one if yeah. uh you're gonna sit there and just put all of the, your eggs in one basket what's gonna happen if that basket falls like it's not gonna be good for you
0: so i don't know see it's I've actually spoken, not spoken directly, but I've been part of groups and forums and things like that where um, and it's pretty sad actually there it's mainly women it's mainly women in the group, and they taught they asked the question, does anybody else have issues with convincing your spouse to take you serious about your business and excuse me um it's hard for me it's hard for me because so it's hard for me to to understand that but you know i have to to try and that's because you've been so supportive and again i'm not trying to brag it's just i feel we're in a very you know good position to educate couples um and not like we had like i said not like i'm trying to brag or that we have the the best marriage or anything like that but what i am saying is we've been there
1: well we've we've had a like an amazing uh support system you know my mother when we were struggling and we were jumping from house to house because you know the career that i had was in at that time was terrible i was collection agency and Mm -hmm. i hated that job and so um yeah, we, you know, we ended up losing our place and then we we went to her house and we lived with her for so long. If we didn't have that, like, right, you know, you, you need to appreciate, like these people, you guys need to appreciate who you have around you.
0: Well, okay. I don't mean to cut you off, but let's be clear about that. You have to appreciate the people that are adding value that are around Facts. you. Facts. Because nope. your your mom, <clears throat> excuse me, she was with us, and she was, I mean, man, anything we needed, she was there to help out without a question. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, that's not true. She had questions, but oh, it was more yeah. like a mom. You know, <laughs> asking, that's what moms do. They ask questions, and, and most of the times, your answer is not gonna be the correct one. That's just how it is, yeah. but it all came from a good place. And um I definitely want to talk about that in, in an episode more in, in detail because that sucks. It sucks when people have like like these women in the groups. It breaks my heart that they're they have to ask that question. Like right. what what do you do? What do you do if your family doesn't support you? What do you do so that it's true? You know what you said, if you don't have that support system, it's not gonna be successful. And that's why it all goes together business family and relationships because you have to have you have to have your tribe i know it sounds cliche but it's true it's so true and your your mom yeah she's 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 been very important to our success in a lot of things so but um did you want to add anything else
1: well uh no uh not right now um yeah, have,
0: that's definitely an, an extended topic for yeah we now.
1: have a lot we have more more episodes to talk about you know deeper into the family and everything like that and friends and, how and it goes with business. you know how it goes with business because mm-hmm. my goodness some people when when they hear about your your wife is a virtual assistant what the hell is that mm-hmm. and you know <laughs> what I mean i mean what is she bringing home fifty bucks 20 bucks you know what I mean and it's like no, she's bringing home actual, pay, you know, decent paychecks, bro. Like, it's just conversations that you, until the stigma of internet work, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Like, I'm I'm in the world of nine to fives, nine to fives mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever, third shifts and everything like that. And when people say, you know, when they hear, okay, you're making money online, they're thinking. You do nothing. I don't know porn or something i don't know <laughs> videos videos yeah
0: you know yeah, what? Like that's the, true the, the, the,
1: the world of you of youtube like uh-huh. that that right there is a billion whatever dollar industry uh-huh. people you know millionaires galore young young kids and everything are making tons of money off of youtube videos that's and crazy. then you got yeah. people like my age and everything that are working at construction sites and drivers and everything, looking at that like that's not real. That's not real. But oh, it no, is. those suckers are real. They're, yeah, they, you don't have to be a rapper, a ball player, uh, whatever to to make money. No more. There's right. other avenues to, to make money. You just have to find a niche mm-hmm. and you have to um, you have to work so, on it. Yeah,
0: stick to it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Well, guys. Um, Babe, thank you so much. I appreciate that you're on the podcast with me. I couldn't have done it without you. Um,
1: No problem. Yeah, I'm I'm
0: excited about it. I'm very excited about it because I think it's good to focus on the fact that business and personal life, you know, if you're running a business, your personal life, it's not, they're not separate. They're not. And this is why I, I was really happy that you agreed to be on the podcast with me because my company yeah it's my company but it's not my company it's our company and and we are striving to grow it to be something that our children can you know be part of in the future wherever it may take them or take us to build you know wealth in the sense of what we believe wealth is and um so i couldn't i couldn't do it without you so i'm very grateful i'm very grateful that you work so hard so i can actually <laughs> run the business and um not have to worry about not that i don't i am allowing to fail but it's nice to have support to be able to you know, if I do mess up in the sense of um, losing a client and, then, you know, not in a bad way, but they just, you know, our our work relationship, it, it comes to an end, which that happens, obviously. It happens all the time. Yeah. yeah. It, the whole purpose is for me to help them. And then once we get past that part, I mean, that's the point. You know, it's like yeah. teaching your kids and then they grow up and they don't need you anymore. It's the same thing. So um, and even though it's on um, good terms, it's still, you know, it's bittersweet. It's a bittersweet thing, so I appreciate you being there for me.
1: A but great man once said, I <laughs> always remember. What? That you, you have to go from undeniable. Wait, go from undesirable uh-huh. to undeniable.
0: I like that. Who's the great man?
1: Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, gotta love wrestling. Guys. A little bit of information you might hear about rising all thrown in here. Yeah, that's a whole big to- that's a big topic in our house. So, well, everyone, thank you for joining us on our first episode of Two is Better Than One. Uh, join us every Friday for a new episode. I think Fridays will be good. I like I like Fridays because everybody can start the weekend listening to us. So that's cool.
1: Yeah. So,
0: again, join us every Friday for new episodes. We're going to be focusing on the ins and outs of owning a business while at the same time not neglecting family or other important relationships. Thanks, guys. And I can't wait to speak to you next time.
1: God bless.